Defenders. How the heck you doing? Welcome to Roll Flip Defend. I'm Casey. I'm Lara. I'm Will. And I'm Hannah. And we are Defend the Table. It's not the time to bring up too many bones there. I know you're looking at me. <laughs> waiting for it to happen. It's not time. I actually do have too many bones news today, actually, Ooh. to talk about for a little bit. Okay. I mean, it's the past two episodes, you, you did it immediately at the beginning. I know. That's why I had to mix it up. Okay. You listened. So what's up, friends? How are you guys doing down there? I know we just talked about everything before we hit the record button. We're good. We've been staying busy trying to get the house in order. Yeah, so. all of the little projects that have piled up because we're like, oh, we've got months to do this. It'll be fine. And none of them got done. We're doing those. Nice. <laughs> you, you, you brought up the table. Have you started the table? I started the table like six months ago. I had a couple of cuts left to make on the uh, the major support structure of it, so I started doing those cuts yesterday. Did you finish them? No, I got through one of six boards. Oh. Five boards. Five boards. So I've, I've got a ways to go. But I also need, uh, that's what I forgot to get. I'm going to go back to the store tomorrow. I need to get a set of chisels that actually chisel instead of just splitting the wood out, which is not good. No, you you need the wood to not split to be able to put things on it. Yeah. I mean, or you're going to play really, really dicey games, no pun intended. It's true. Right. That's a good one. Yeah. So, but it's coming along. Uh, Hopefully by the end of this. I don't know. Let's say commonly, maybe. I might still be working on it then. We'll see. Let's hope not. I'd like to get it done. (laughs) Hey, I, I will say the same thing to you about what Hannah just said as I did to my friend Steve. The moment the girl says, hey, this is the thing I want, and it's it's that type of deal, you jump on that. I had, I had a, a, a uh, our friend Becky bought Animal Crossing and tried to get her now fiancé to also buy Animal Crossing. And he yeah. his response was, no, I don't need another game right now. And I screamed that I said, Steve, when the girl asks for video games, you buy the game. Like she already bought it, was playing her own. She just wanted to play with him. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. so mad at him. <laughs> that be- oh my God. It has now just clicked in my brain which Becky and Steve you're talking. I thought you were talking about Steve. That's Becca. And Becca. No. But in my brain, because we had been talking about that Steve, like no. literally five minutes beforehand, no. you change. Well, there are too many Beccas and there are too many Steves and they're all in relationships with each other and yeah, I don't we, like it. We, we did get a surplus of them. But yeah, he uh, he wouldn't play. He goes, no, I have too many video games. I, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the yeah, moment that's the, that's now. With the VR. yeah that's how we end up with the psvr this week yep because hannah wanted I a said, vr hey, yeah <laughs> nice you know what we could get a vr and we got a vr okay <laughs> <laughs> right i'm i'm sure you twisted bill's arm a lot on that one so difficult <laughs> <laughs> what uh what games do you have for it i was nice and i bought skyrim with it mm-hmm. um and then we, it came in a pack. It was a starter pack. Came with everybody's golf mm-hmm. and Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. No? Uh, it came with the blood and something. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, I couldn't find the Five Nights at Freddy's right. pack right. for sale um, for that day because we wanted to pick it up that day. Mm-hmm. And then we bought Beat Saber. Mm-hmm. And I bought a little game called Luna, which is a... You play as a bird, and you play music challenges, basically. It's really short. It's very cute. Yeah. Theodore listens to it kind of like a book. It, it gives little words and what's going on in the bird's life. Um, and he helps me figure out the puzzles. That, that is cute. cute. Does PSVR go through, audio go through the TV, or do you have to put on headphones for that one? Uh, both, actually. It goes okay. through the TV natively, but then the... Headset also has a built-in set of uh, basically earbuds that you can pop in if you want. Can it go through both, or does it? Limo- is it like when you know, like the controller when you plug it in, it goes no, still do one or the other. No, it goes through both. Nice. The, the earbuds are constantly plugged in, whether you use them. Oh, you can't. You can't replace them. You can. Okay. Like good. There's, so what it is is it's a separate um, 
basically just a small cord that connects the two earbuds, and then there's a three and a half millimeter jack that plugs into the back of the headset, okay. the head thing. And you just plug it in. Um, there's another clip so that it stays in place, and then there are two little holders, one on each side for each earbud. Nice. Yeah. Good deal. I was looking. At, I was looking into the Oculus Quest for a bit, but I still have the Vive that I just forgot about. In all honesty, yeah. And now that we're cleaning Lara's room, I found the container that had the Vive in it, and I was like, "Okay, I have to go back across the street and undrill the sensors." <laughs> but we went over. And my dad's like, "Hey, I took these off the wall." I was like, "Oh, okay, things have fallen in place. Maybe I just got to start doing this again." Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Because because. Theodore is so small, we can't put the headset on him, which mm-hmm. makes total sense. So it's really nice that you always see what's happening on the TV in that the VR good. headset. Yeah. Yeah. So he can see on the TV what I'm seeing in, in the headset. And he's played Beat Saber with us that way and mm-hmm. Luna with Luna. us that way. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've also got um, – there's a there was a game given out in PlayStation Now or PlayStation Plus couple months ago called rigs i was gonna say can you can you get rigs because someone needs to tell me how good of a game this is it's supposed to be really good i tried to sit down and play it and we just had finished a giant meal and i immediately got motion sick so i need to try it when i'm not about ready to throw up anyway so what was Uh, the you when you got your oculus there was you got that golf game Oh, I just bought some random mini golf game yeah, on Steam. But like it would allow, like when you're if you got your ball too close oh, to the yeah. wall, you would basically stand over top of the edge of the wall and just look down and it made me oh my yeah. god, I got so <laughs> they just, they didn't put any like they didn't put a, a a floor or anything in the outside world. Like you know when we play golfing with friends and all that stuff, yeah. like there is still a world that isn't the course. They right. didn't do that. It was just the hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you the way you would put yeah, it was bad because you have to look down, you're like, oh, there's nothing there. Yeah, it was not good. And I don't get motion sickness, but that game, I like we were playing it and I said, Casey, I, I nope. That one was real bad. <laughs> I'm tapping out. It's bad. That one was real bad. I do remember that. Oof. We we opened a bunch of Pokemon packs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've gotten subscribers because of Pokemon content, so I'm very happy about Sweet. that. Awesome. Okay. Ho- hopefully we'll transfer some of those into people listening here and other stuff, but yeah. we have, uh, we have so, gotten some Pokemon fans. Hello. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's it. I just we, got more Slytherin stuff. Well, I got more, more stuff, stuff for my, we have my a, room. We play with a lot of Crokinole with yeah. her parents. I got her mom and her sister addicted to, and then nice. my parents came over for dinner last night and we played for another hour and a half. We play. We finally played a game with my parents that my stepdad got Casey for Christmas two, two years, years ago. ago. It's called Relative Insanity. It's by Jeff Foxworthy, and it's yeah. basically Cards Against Humanity but with a punchline. Yeah, but punchlines instead. And man, <laughs> I played that with my friends, with my family at the beach, yeah. and I was surprised at how fun it was. Right with my family. <laughs> it's real good when you like. We would say something just generally, but then we'd be like, I'm specifically thinking of Doug for this. And then everyone goes, oh, okay. But then we, we played the, we were all tied at four. Yeah. Like someone was guaranteed to win and it wasn't me because I had to ask, ask the question that time around. He was mad. And my father-in-law had, the, he goes, let's just put in a punchline before we do the setup. Yeah. And okay. just see what happens. And we're like, okay, why not? And it like. Yeah. Two of them worked out surprisingly perfectly and two kind of fell flat. But I thought that was, a, I was like, I would like to play a whole time that way where you just put in the card that you think is the funniest answer and then mm-hmm. see what the setup is and if it worked or it didn't. That's, yeah, that's pretty, cool. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, it, was, it was a very interesting way of ending that game and it worked. Yeah. But that was good. My mom won by nice. sheer, it, sheer luck. It was something along the lines of like, my mom leaned over to my sister when my brother brought her his new girlfriend over and said, and my mom just threw in a card and it was something along the lines of uh, her thighs look like a white, uh, a the white. hood of a white van after a hailstorm. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. It was pretty good. Brilliant. It was pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Man. 
Uh, there is some good tabletop news going around right now. Um, yeah. And this is very, and it's mostly personal stuff because it's just stuff that I happen to, to see kind of going around. Um, too Many Bones, Splice and Dice slash Lab Rats, their last Kickstarter um, is, well, get out of here. I don't care about that. Google Chrome it made a sound in the podcast. And nobody wanted to hear it. Jerk. Um, they, uh, it is finally shipping to the States. Uh, nice. it's shipped almost everywhere else except the States. Uh, <laughs> but it should be coming out by the end of the week. They said, and they, to anyone who's seen this, this game in particular that I bought as a YOLO purchase in 2017 in my first Gen Con 50. Um, yeah, that's, that's called, uh, subtlety that I pointed out. <laughs> um, the When you own a bunch of the expansions, even more than just what's in the box, like the, the base game came with three gear locks, you have to find another storage solution. You just did. So, like, I carry all of my stuff in a toolbox that I bought from Home Depot because it's the only yeah. way that I could fit everything. They have come up, and it was in the Kickstarter, it was called the Trove Chest, and the whole point was it was going to come with new plastic inserts and dividers so you could take every single thing from the base game, 40 Days of Day Lore, Undertow, Splice and Dice, Lab Rats, all five or six of the Gearlock expansions plus more, and put them mm-hmm. all in one giant container so you could take them wherever you want. And I was like, like yes. And they're like, it's going to be <laughs> super thick cardboard. And then they put everything that they had at the time in cardboard, and the box disintegrated immediately. So they're like, well, that's not going to work. So then it's now an MDF box with screen printing on the inside and outside. All of the containers are the heavy-duty cardboard with magnets in them. So you can pull it because essentially since it's MDF wood, now there's like a giant slider in the front of it. Um, And it fits in a Calyx shelf. So everyone who uses Calyx for their board games, it sits in there and goes, cool, you don't need to move it. You're good. That's pretty sick. And it holds everything plus some stuff that they said is coming on down the line. But this is where the interesting news actually hits. They came out and said that there will not be any more Too Many Bones content for about a year. They have new IPs that they're working on, which means not Cloudspire, not Hip Hopopotamus, whatever the heck, Hopalcomus, whatever you say the game, nor Too Many Bones. Hopalmax. I literally don't know how to say that word. Um, so there's there's one to two new ideas they have coming out, and people kept pointing out in the Trove Chest video, what is that mat in the back corner of the space sitting on the floor? And no one can figure <laughs> out what it is because it doesn't look, it's like a normal, like, two-by-three play mat. So no one, no one knows what they're play testing. But there's something else going on, which is kind of cool. Awesome. Uh, that's coming out. Uh, we have talked before about the <coughs> sorry about that um uh that four player uh card game that digital card game uh dark table yeah mm, they yeah. have they have successfully funded their kickstarter uh, and they're yes. only looking for 10 grand like they weren't looking for a lot of money and i think they're at like 17 right now um awesome. they and they did I was the first person to back a particular level, so I tweeted it, and they immediately followed Defend the Table back, which was real cool, which I'm hoping is going to get them to realize we can make content for you because I'm really trying. Because there's some, like, Hearthstone people that have had, like, a, a, a whack at it, and I'm like, no, 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 get out of here. Um, <laughs> but they're very the, – I didn't realize this part of the game. Much like Magic, Pokemon, Hearthstone, Runes of Terraria um, – all every digital card game, right? You have to buy booster packs because that's the way the game goes. But in the real world, the moment you get competitive in anything, you can buy singles because people made a market for singles. What they have done is it's, I think $20 of, if you want to spend real money to get what's called a deck token. And with that deck token, you make the exact deck that you want so you get a full 60-card deck that you have built out of all 200 cards that will be in the, in the game at launch. Mm-hmm. And then you can buy singles also digitally with in-game currency or if you want to spend money, real hard-earned dollars 
to get to convert it to do whatever. So you can actually make the thing that you want. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's how they're the first one to do this. I don't understand, but as I'm thinking about it, I go, Hex didn't do that. Like, no one has done singles. Yeah. Um, and then it was actually really neat. The If you backed up to the $75 level minimum, I want to say, they give you two full play sets of the initial game and every single card expansion after that. Wow. Yeah. It's... Uh, I was like, done, take my money. Like the moment, the moment that I get, I don't have to rebuy all this every single time I'm in for it. Mm-hmm. So they did succeed. Now they're doing their Kickstarter rewards are, uh, there's also a Kickstarter exclusive tournament that will launch. So there's like alpha, this Kickstarter launch and then beta will hit. And there's a $10,000 prize pool already. Damn. Wow. Um, they, if you hit, if you hit the theory crafting level, I want to say it is, they were giving, those levels in December, um, the deck builder only. Mm-hmm. So not the whole game, just to build decks mm-hmm. and start to figure out what works. Um, right. And then the official, the open beta starts March of next year with the full titled release sometime in the fall of next year. Okay. So it was pretty neat. It runs until, I want to say, June 5th. It's like the first week mm-hmm. of June is when it cuts out. But just the fact that that's how they're doing the cards is so just brilliant that yeah. they're doing it that way. That's awesome. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, there was something else I had. D&D Beyond, you can now roll virtual dice. Yes, I saw that too. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they're going to start charging you money for fancier digital dice. The answer is, of course they are. Of course. They? Um, that. I mean, that's great and all, but I can't physically touch them. (laughs) And I have a problem with physical dice, so I'm just going to stick with that. Yeah, there's so there's three flavors right now. There's, of course, there's going to be more because there's already common and uncommon dice. Oh, my God, D&D Beyond, you're going to do this, aren't you? Uh, common dice are black with red letters and black with white letters are the common ones. Um, <laughs> basic black is the original dice set for D and D beyond use this dice set for formal occasions, a night out in the town or to impress someone <laughs> with how to understand, to understand how classy you are. Then there's old school, which are uncommon. This dice set has been used to kill mountains of monsters over the years. Legends say it is set was originally used by Gary Gygax when he crafted the original game. It has been given to you for being a subscriber and being able to test out the digital dice alpha. <laughs> the only the only thing that I see this being really helpful for is spells where you are rolling like 14d6. Yeah. And you just click it and it'll roll it all for you. Yeah, I think I think the idea is cool. I think the idea makes sense. It's a gimmick. Think, it's one hundred percent a gimmick. I think a lot of gamers really enjoy putting their hands on dice. Oh, I totally agree. But I don't are, know what you're talking about. I do not have <laughs> any. You have tons physical dice. No, tons. I don't. I don't have a problem. You have a problem. Yeah, it's, I know. A, it's a good problem. Hey, I guess I'll stop the print that I've got going. Yeah, like, no, I was going to say, did you see the text message? Here's how you know you have a problem. You get a text message at 1030 at night. Uh, how many cents do you want to display? <laughs> I said I'll only display about six and the other ones will rotate through and if they need to go in jail or not. I know. It was really funny. Um, but I, I need to display my metal dice. Over I think everything. physical dice are always better. But man, I can tell you, especially the last campaign that we just finished there's some people that needed the digital dice because they were just complaining or they just couldn't roll the dice the one girl was rolling in a ring box yeah like not even like a shoe box lid at minimum <laughs> so there are definitely people that i i think until they start to grow a collection because mm-hmm. otherwise they're rolling the same d6 13 times for a level <laughs> seven spell and it's just they don't want to do the math if they can just click yeah. a button, they will. But because they don't know, they haven't experienced the art that is dice. As Lyric <laughs> continues to look at hers over there. They're so pretty. 
Uh, but that did, if you are a... Um, I don't spend an hour over at Chessex for <laughs> like know, right? three day every day during Gen Con for no reason. It's. I want to say if you have the master level account, whatever the highest one is, that's the one that unlocks the alpha for this right now. If anyone is a D&D Beyond subscriber. Because it is alpha. There will be more coming out. Uh, what else? Did the other things get pushed? I'm trying to think of if other stuff got canceled or pushed because of everything. We talked about Gen Con last week. Talked about virtual stuff. That's all that I can think of right now. Yeah, I haven't heard of anything. There was a great article, actually. I don't remember what the website was. Um, that was talking about the how dice are starting to become like a legit art form and people are charging, you know, very high sums of money because they're making them out of quartz and stuff like that, which was, you know, yeah. always frowned upon. And now everyone's like, oh, please. I, I, there was a, because I have a problem. Uh, it's I keep getting notifications for all these companies because we are in this situation. And it's they I mean, it, there are people suffering and I'm sure their companies are taking a slight downturn in sales but you know it's people are really getting i mean i have a guy that i work with who just posted that he and has just started his first ever campaign of D, and he loves it so you know mm. these dice companies also are trying to market to these people who are like oh, you know i've never done this before but let me try it and but i keep getting notifications of like hey we got 20 percent off on our gemstone dice and i'm like don't do this to me right now <laughs> Please don't. Twenty percent on gemstone dice is still two hundred dollars. Yeah, no. That's why I was like, I mean, not no. There are some that are cheaper than that, but yeah, I got mine for I think eighty, seventy, or eighty. Yeah, uh, but they're the mini ones too. Yeah, I also prefer a twelve millimeter. So Mm -hmm. that was that helped with the price. I'm trying to find for our, for our anniversary. Bill got me new dice. They have um, flowers in them. They're very cute. Oh, it's the fourth anniversary. So flowers. I was about to say also happy anniversary. I realized that was like a couple days ago, right? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It was last Thursday. It was past Thursday. I remember when I saw that I was in Texas and I was like, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You love- were in Texas. Yeah, I was for their. Yeah. No. So, yes, Derek and I were at DreamHack. Oh, that's right. I thought you went. I, I thought you came back up here so you could nope. see Jima. Nope. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, Level Up Dice is the company that has the most expensive things in the world. Yes. Yeah. And as nice as they are, I cannot justify their pricing for it. Mm-hmm. I just I, they they are beautiful dice, but I cannot. No. <laughs> We we are in a pandemic. I do not have their money. <laughs> Maybe one day. You know, I don't have their money when we're not in a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. true Fair point. There were. I mean, the, I last year there was a set that was at least five hundred dollars. Oh yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. I mean, they probably well, don't even roll good. Buy, you can find them at all price points. Right. Yeah. There are dice at every price point. How much do you want to spend? Yeah. Buy solid solid gold dice if you want to. My real issue is the people that have those and they have like the wormwood dice trays. Like, you know when you roll that stone, you're denting the leather. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why like metal is like, even I like metal a lot, but I feel like I don't want to roll it in a wormwood tray because I feel like I am messing up the leather. That's why I really <laughs> like the uh, the mini Geek On dice tray that I've been using. Geek On, not quite yet a sponsor. But they love That's us. Why I- um, and that so part's true. Other people's tables. <laughs> Why? You have a perfectly good rolling tray that's just felt and wood. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> you I, don't. I would. It. I would roll. Mine's right there. Mine's right here. Larry's got her stuff in. Her. My my <laughs> yeah. My dice tray that we all have is currently my dice holder. <laughs> your dice jail. It's your dice jail. It's not really a jail. It's just it's the only thing that's big enough to contain. Everything. <laughs> I, I am not a uh, a Parks and Rec watcher or fan, but there was a good D&D meme going around of it. I It all has to do with, I guess in the actual episode, are you, do you guys watch the show? Yes. Yeah. Okay, do you know the one where Ron purposely breaks the coffee pot? 
and he's trying to trying to get them to say who broke it, and Leslie yes. just yes. so yeah. it, it's yeah. it's one where Leslie tries to go, I broke it, but the caption is, um, uh, actually, I'm a dice drag. No, you're a dice goblin. Like <laughs> she was trying to just. <laughs> I thought that was real good. I forgot I had a set in my headphones case. You have a problem. Oh <laughs> Even Hannah's- <laughs> I know. I heard the, oh, God. <laughs> it was subtle, but I heard it. I'm sorry. That's so funny. I understand. That's so funny. I told Casey the other day that I, I love dice so much, and... It, like I will buy them all the time, but I have an issue. I will never be able to just buy like a random dice bag because you don't know what you're getting. And I mean, I'm so particular. I'm like, no, I need this. Like I already have like a bunch of black ones with swirls in them. So maybe I need a black one with like a purple swirl and I just can't <laughs> trust a, a mixed bag. <laughs> To give me something that I don't buy, already have. I'm only gonna buy you a mixed bag of dice now. Just see, but that will be time. okay. For any occasion, I'm gonna buy you a mixed bag. Of dice. I I gave Lara a link, and she did not buy. There was a lot of Chessex, um, not misprints, but like stuff that just didn't work out for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I forget what they were called. Um, but there was like seventy three dollars, but it was like twenty individual full sets. Mm-hmm. Of these nice. like limited print stuff, she didn't get it. So I don't. I I have a TikTok account. I do not like post anything in it. But man, I follow about like eight accounts that do nothing but make their own dice, and it's such a beautiful art. <laughs> no, I want really want to get into it. I almost sent you a link earlier today that was. Uh, the silicone molds so you can make your own oh i really want to i really want to yeah but i figured that you would want to do like the full casting process on your own no no not to begin with i'd much rather start with someone else's molds and then make my own molds Ah. well i'll (laughs) try and find it again easier to get started without them (laughs) or with them you know i knew what i meant i like this road that we went down right So we uh we decided last week that we were going to talk about some interesting topics. Um, and instead we talked about dice. No, it's what we always talk about because now we move on to the, the stuff that we were supposed to I'm talk kidding. about. I'm just kidding. Dude, if we want to have a whole episode about dice. Hello. We can, we can do that. <laughs> Don't worry about that. I can tell you right now what my biggest mistake in not buying dice was because it was last year. Which one? I didn't buy this nice metal Shadowrun dice when 6th edition came out. And she yelled at me that I should buy it, but I was already $250 deep, and I was like, I don't need another $50 of dice. I was looking at him. I was like, just buy them. He's like, no, I don't need. I'm like, just buy them. No, it's fine. And then we went back the next day, and they were all sold out. I'm like, I'll get them this year. Catalyst will let me in. The, The I'm... Like, you would never, ever have to justify my I wasn't dice. justifying it. I was saying I bought I know, too much other stuff. But I was letting you know that, <laughs> know. like, if that was where your tipping point was of, like, no, I can't. It's, like, it's $50 more for these. I'm not going to know. And it's, like, that. this is the $50 that I'm going to completely ignore. It's all good. Um, So, uh, we, let's talk about, um, let's start off with, uh. The, the the beverages bev beverages that's English. Um, we are a, a, a group of tea drinkers and coffee drinkers and beer drinkers and wine drinkers. We drink all the drink mm-hmm. is what we're trying to get at here. Um, but tea is a very big part of any um, English day. God sure. save the queen. Um, not really. I don't know. Okay. I don't know, dude. I'm just talking. <laughs> Sure. You are right over there. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> Everybody turned off the I, podcast I at this point because they're like, we don't know what he's talking about now. He, <laughs> doesn't, he doesn't either. Don't worry about it. Um, but there are there's a bunch of different tea types and tea things. So what did you guys think about for what kinds of tea work for what games? 
I mean, I can drink pretty much any tea during any game, but it's, I have, I did a little tiny, like not a full cup of tea. I just wanted to try it out, but it's, you know me, I, I'm addicted to the Five Wits Company as I purchased too much amount of tea from them the last time, but they have their national twin tea and it's really good. So I, we're playing on Thursday, right? Our D&D campaign. Yeah, I'm going to be definitely drinking it at that point in time. It's a nice tea. I um, I didn't have time to sit down and have tea and try all of the different games and see which one I liked best with which game. So I did a thought experiment instead, and then we tried a couple of cups of tea with different games. Um, but what I got out of it was I took types of games and I took types of teas, and I figured out what kind of energy I needed for what kind of game. Mm. Okay. Um. So for the abstract strategy games like Risk and, you know, those really, like, heavy games, you just need caffeine. So black tea. Yes. Straight. Oh, yeah. Straight black tea. Um, For wargaming, I decided that you need green tea um, because it gives you some caffeine, but it also gives you productive energy. Hmm. Um, For deck builders, I decided that I need black tea. Uh, That is just purely a hannah thing but (laughs) but because deck builders are probably where i am the most competitive it's where i need to be the most awake um for the euro gaming like the um uh Catan and carcassonne and um what's the real hard one called Mm -hmm. Take it to ride. Yep, that one. Thank you. Um, for those and worker placement games, um, I decided that a green tea or a peppermint tea would be best because lots of productivity and you're trying to plant stuff or build stuff. Um, for the writing rolls, I decided you need chai tea. Um, I really like chai tea. For legacy games, uh, I made a list. Of the teas you need for the different levels of stuff. Like Brilliant. <laughs> so start with a green tea. Um, something that kind of gives you like a whole bunch of different, you know, different. It, it gives you some caffeine. It gives you some energy. It gives you productivity, like kind of an all around tea. Um, move to a peppermint tea, which is purely like a, oh, crap. How did I screw this up and how do I fix it? Creative energy tea. Man, it, I sound crazy. Is it because it's um, so mint? What? What? Really? Makes- you're gonna say that you sound crazy after I like <laughs> professed my love about a disgusting amount of dice. It's not a disgusting amount. It's a beautiful <laughs> amount, but yeah. What makes pepper? What, what makes peppermint tea that? That kind of. I I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, is it is it the um, mint that like kicks it into extra gear or something like that? Personally, peppermint tea is my absolute favorite tea. I drink peppermint tea for literally anything. Um, It's really good for settling your stomach, but it also has a um, energy, like a, like a energy boost that doesn't come from caffeine. Okay. So peppermint Um, tea for you is like Earl Grey tea for me. Like I can drink Earl Grey at any time and it's just, it makes, it's a happy place for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Peppermint tea is my happy place. And my happy place creates creativity. I thought you were a jasmine tea. Jasmine tea calms me down. Yeah. Jasmine, she said <laughs> oh, that jasmine right. tea is what she drinks when you know, she's getting feisty. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry. It's coming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for game number three of a legacy game, uh, I would go with a Rubio's tea. Uh, what is that? <laughs> Ruby Rubios is a fruit. Yeah, I it's think South so. African fruit, I think. It's good. It doesn't have any caffeine in it. Um, it often gets mixed with other types of tea for like, because your basic types of tea are black, green, white, and black, green, white, and red. No oolong. Oolong. Um, and they're all like tea tea they all have caffeine but they're um, processed differently and then you have herbal teas and rubios would be like an herbal 
for a tea, mm-hmm. but you can mix it with any of the other types of tea. Um, and yeah, nice herbal, like kind of calm without giving you calm energy because you're still in a legacy game, right? Then you go with straight black tea again because you're just worn out from said legacy game. Um, and then you go back to peppermint because you need you need that like energy thing, right? That I was talking about, productivity energy thing. Um, and then for your last game, go to the jasmine tea because you're going to die anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Very likely. Um, so, you know, just, just kind of chill. So what 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 is that? What is a good tea for, like a a, a six hour D and D session? I'd go with I'd go with uh, chai because yeah, chai can be a very happy tea, but chai also has black tea in it, which is caffeinated, like like pretty pretty highly caffeinated. All right. Mm, it, the last time that we had tea and we were playing it was blue it was blue it was it was my uh the gallifrey and time lord tea again from five woods um but things like for me i like white teas to get me through long types of situations i think it's just because they're a little more mellow and i'm not like it's not going to completely burn me through on a flavor of sorts because am, like yeah. yeah i am also a seven cups of coffee a day type person <laughs> that is true that's so many cups <laughs> i drink a lot she has coffee. a three-year-old though <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> i think yeah. we can all forgive so, hannah for having seven cups of coffee no i don't think anybody can forgive me for having seven cups of coffee not even myself but i do it anyway <laughs> um yeah so white tea while, while white tea can like range and stuff, I also found out that I have never been preparing it correctly. I've been cooking white tea too hot. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So maybe I should try it again. What is there's a? Yes. I always feel there's proper ways to do all that kind of stuff. You just I just what, instinctively do it all the same. White way. tea should be near boiling, not boiling, boiling. Because it's a delicate flavor, so it doesn't need to be so intensely, like. And if you do hit. it too hot, then you get all the bad stuff out of it. Yeah. Between one hundred and seventy and one hundred and eighty-five degrees Fahrenheit. There you go. There's your science. I just always do it where I start to see like the little bubbles. Three millimeters of bubbles. Yeah, baby bubbles. Yeah, three millimeters. <laughs> Black tea is four to eight millimeters of bubbles. What kind of tea is this? What? Oolong? No. Poor? I'm not joking. P-O-E-R-H. No idea. I have no idea what that is. It's It's on all of these pictures that I see, though. So I'm really interested to try off... Again, in every everything that I am going to talk about is from the Five Wits. It's, it's so I ordered a bunch of stuff from them. I got a, a couple of vials because I didn't know what I would like. I mean, it's different from when we were at Gen Con, and I could smell them all and kind of get an idea of what their flavor profile was. This Romanov tea that I bought, and it's in a vial. It's got this very earthy, smoky smell to it. I'm really intrigued mm-hmm. on what that that I think to me would be like a powerhouse. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be playing a game during that one. It's like that's what I need to drink to like go mow lawn or something. Interesting. I think I, I, I would, would never steal to- mowing the lawn from you, Casey. I'm sorry. Let's do it on tea just to see what happens. <laughs> I guess. I don't. I don't think I would ever drink a cup of tea to go mow the lawn. I wouldn't drink a cup of coffee to go mow the lawn either. I would save it for after I mowed the lawn. Yeah. I would probably. I don't think it would help me. I don't know. It's that a, sounds it, interesting. You try it. It's a beer or I just don't drink when I mow the lawn. Yep. It all depends on if I feel like driving one hand and holding because I don't have a cup holder. <laughs> what did we had when we played, we had the uh we had the Gallifrey tea time, which you enjoyed because it well, you didn't know it was blue. 
until I think I pulled my spoon out from mixing some honey into it and you saw that it was or you thought something was wrong with it because it looked weird. And then I was like, it's blue because it has the pea flower in it. Yeah, I was not prepared. (laughs) And we also had uh, their one true pairing tea and it has little, it has big chunks of pear in it, which I enjoy. It was good. I remember that much. Yeah. I had a really yummy green tea that had cucumber in it. It was, it was really, really nice. Like. Sounds very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Very refreshing tea. What we're saying is drink tea, play games, drink all play games, drink tea. <laughs> there is a great uh, free shout out to this guy on Instagram. Um, his his name is something along the lines of board game boozer. Okay. And he plays board games and makes different mixed drinks based on the theme or the game or the setting, whatever it is. Um, And they always look phenomenal. Does he tell you what the recipe is? No. Should he? A (laughs) hundred percent. But uh, yeah, board game boozer, I want to say is his name or her name. I honestly don't know because you only ever see the board and a beverage. Hannah, I just found a jasmine tea that may not calm you down. Oh, yeah. It's called the Jasmine Dragon House Blend. And it is a mix of oolong tea, jasmine, and red peppercorns. I would imagine that that would just make you more feisty. Hmm. Everything is content. We <laughs> should try it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's play a deck builder when we do it. <laughs> and and we, we, Will and I are throwing back monsters. Like, let's go. <laughs> Gotta keep up. I mean, the options are deck builder or a monopoly. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't need anything to rage at that game. I'll be. I'll be good to go because I can't take it. Yeah, but I would like to see myself rage that hard. It'd be fun. <laughs> Everything is content. Everything is content, and I think <laughs> watching Hannah go a little berserk <laughs> because she's not calm. The jasmine tea is doing the exact opposite <laughs> effect. We have two pots. We have the pot of like spicy, crazy uh, jasmine tea, and we have a pot of actual jasmine tea. (laughs) (laughs) When she gets too intense, we throw the regular down. (laughs) That'd be pretty funny. That'd be pretty good. I like that idea. Let's do it. Not for Monopoly. Please, let's not actually play that. No, we're we're never going to play Monopoly. Don't worry. (laughs) Come on. No, not happening. Game of Thrones? Oh, God. Game of Thrones. (laughs) Let's do it. Oh, I think I remember how to play that game. I haven't played it since that evening. I, I don't think. Even better. Let's do it. I think it's because you got so mad that Hannah just... Because the one time you and I played it, like when we just did a little baby play test through it, it's you you killed me in that. And then you were like, yeah, I'm good at this. And then Hannah came in and was like, wait, what do I do? And then destroyed you. <laughs> you just were like, I'm never playing this. No, I think this there was the fact that it was super late at night. And Hannah destroyed you. She did. It's fine. Hundred percent. Bruised your ego. Loki. Loki. Look at the camera. Loki. <laughs> Loki. Look at the camera. That was it. That's all the attention you got. That's good yep. enough. That's fine. Loki will have to deal with it. Um, so along with uh along with teas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ladies were looking at cat-based games. I have very, I have one, I have one input in this. Which and is? Have any has anybody played Kitty Paw? No. So Kitty Paw is this a tiny? It's a tiny game um, where there's a bunch of different kind of Tetris esque cat pieces that are all in the middle of the table and you have a card that says what you have to design but the the the, the wait hold on is it like this big it's something like that it's pretty small i have it in my drawer over there mm-hmm. oh you might we have, yeah. to, you have to reach in and build the thing yeah yeah so you you have to reach into the pile and grab but you can only grab one thing at a time mm-hmm. so other people can kind of screw you over that's the whole game is it it's called kitty paw you're, you're frankensteining a kitty yep yeah and it's you pre- can make the cutest one it's pretty fun yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I have it over there. There you go. Or at least maybe I Never have played, played it. it. 
read about it this week. <laughs> that was my cat input. Do we All own right. Isle of Cats? No. No? Oh, it's because I keep seeing it at a... Recess. Yeah, been recess. pushing it like crazy. <laughs> I think they know that we have cats, cause, and I think that they know that I'm obsessed with our cats, because... They did post about it, how they sent it to their daughter, who's a nurse in New York. Yeah, everybody. They've been loving it. Everybody likes that game. The game that I really love, uh, that for some reason you just can't get here, at least every time I've tried to find it, is Meow Meow Mia, where it's a mafia-based cat game. I was hoping you were going to talk about this, because it sounds so cool. Yeah, it's so it's it's kind of like a... uh, um, a werewolf type situation or a secret Hitler type deal where it's you have people you have people who are playing characters who are in the cat mafia, the Meowfia. And uh so you're trying to hide smuggled goods like catnip and fish in different buildings. You have a north building, a south building, a west building, an east building. And the people who are in the Meowfia pick a building and they're going, they hide the contraband in that building. And then uh, it's the uh, the officers, I believe is what they're called. <laughs> it's They have to try and figure out what building it's in. And they can ask questions and um, like a, they can try and, like catch a lie to figure out what building it's in. And then the people who are in the mafia, uh, they want to get three successful contraband into the city. And I believe that the police officer, the, the officers want to stop three and whoever does they win. And it's a, it's a great game. I played it. We played it a few times at, uh, my friend's bachelorette weekend. It was great. Mm -hmm. One girl for some reason, she just she was terrible at uh um like <laughs> either when she was the cuz there's an undercover agent as well so you have you have like a you have a the head of the police department and then you have an undercover agent who's uh like trying to infiltrate and secretly give to the officers um where the location is without giving themselves away to the people who are in the Meowfia. And she was just bad. (laughs) And it was like, okay, (laughs) so we know not to trust you. Got it. (laughs) But it was a very cute game and I enjoyed it. But for some reason I cannot find it on any website in the States. It's uh, my friend Chelsea, who it was her bachelorette weekend. Her brother is going to be in France and I think their distributor is in France or she said something along the lines of that he can get his hands on a copy of it and I'm like I may give him all the monies to give it to me awesome and maybe it's because maybe I really enjoy this game because I can't get a hold of it and it's just like a need to have it and I think it's such a great game and it's probably not (laughs) or it is and everyone's like no this is a great game but we'll never know until I can get my hands on it. <laughs> Did you go to Warzone? No. It's I prob- don't. It's probably in the back corner. Casey, I really, I, we it's have done so there. well with it's, not getting the COVID it's Eileen, the there. come on Eileen's, and it's for, I feel like that is Ground Zero. It's probably And there. I don't. No, Ground Zero is a different comic shop in Strongsville. Yeah, but I know, but I mean for the Come On Eileen's, I'm 99% sure that that is the, no, I'm okay though. Whatever, it's probably there. I'm Again, it's, to be fair, that is where I found pieces of Malifaux that I could not get anywhere else, but <laughs> it's, it's there. it might be a hard pass. <laughs> I I would have to call there. And then put on a hazmat suit. <laughs> if they were like, yeah, we totally got it. I'd be like, okay. Mm, <laughs> I need to so wrap in, myself in saran wrap. <laughs> in, in doing research for this this part of the episode, right? I did. I, I'm a homework person. I'm very much a research person. So, you know, I did my thought exercise for teas. What? Um, for, 
cat games. Weird, right? <laughs> um, I went through our games and I was like, what cat games do we own? And the only cat game we own is Exploding Kittens. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the only one that we have. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is the only cat game that we have. Um, but for Christmas, Bill and Hannah did get me that little the little stacking thing oh, with the, yeah. the, the I'm sure the, the way to describe this to people who they may understand it's like when you were a kid you may have had like that moon shape the crescent moon shape and you had to balance like stars or circles on top of it to try and get it as high as you could and sometimes like as you got older maybe your set came with like a little um like picture that you would try and balance on it I think it just it, it, but it's the same idea but it's a cat and it's got little yarn balls and it's so cute I spent a good solid hour playing with it. Oh, yes. It, it, it showed up and she immediately opened it, was playing it on the coffee table. I'm so glad. Awesome. I did Zero regrets. About that one. So I looked, I looked at different, you know, sources for cat games and they're really surprisingly not well rated. Yeah. I, I was looking they're at Board Game Geek good. and a lot of them are not in like not above a 3.5. Mm-hmm. It's probably because you can't cats in the in the the game space are not nearly as cute as cats in the real world. Uh, you should look at the art for Meow Meow Mia. They it's it's beautiful. There is some cute art. Yeah, for for cat games in general. Well, there is a, we do have another cat game. What cats and catacombs? Oh yeah. So Steamforged put out uh, Dungeons and Doggies. And yeah. then they came out with Cats and Catacombs, yeah. which is a D and D game either that you play as cats, cats or, or you, you can use them as familiars in your normal D and D games. I they're pretty just, cute. I did just think about that. They are pretty cute. <laughs> Even the hairless cat, the Sphinx cat, is cute, but Casey hates them. The cat game that bothers me the most is Kittens and Blenders. Is that what it's called? What? I've never yep. heard of that, and I don't want to. Yep. Kittens in a blender. Nope. 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 This is a game where you are trying to keep kittens, your kittens, your specific kittens out of a blender. But in keeping your specific kittens out of a blender, other kittens may get put in the blender. Nope. Not playing that. And I am not okay with this. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I don't understand how this was a thought. Hey, it's got a 5.7. That's not great, Casey, first of all. <laughs> it's not. We said it was only threes earlier. I mean, what was the game that I saw? That- the art is okay. The art's not that great. It's not. But still. <laughs> what a ridiculous game. I just, I don't understand. If you really hate cats... One, you're listening to the wrong podcast. Two, (laughs) I mean, maybe you could like this game. I don't understand how you could like cats and like this game. I really want to. I found (laughs) communist cats. I really want to play. According to the box, (laughs) a portion of the proceeds will be donated to a no-kill cat shelter. That's great. But at the same time, you have a game that is legitimately... (laughs) Killing cats. I mean, the obje- well, not legitimately. The but. objective: save your kittens, but send your opponent's kittens to the blender. <laughs> like that is so so drastically different. No, like no. <laughs> wow, very interesting. And the best rated cat game that I saw is called Cat Lady, where you try to lure as many cats as possible oh. into your house. Yeah, I saw that one, and I was like, okay. It. I mean, sure, it's better than cat kittens in a blender. Yeah. Is this the one where she looks like she's like a Victorian lady? No, I'm thinking of something else. Oh, that looks cute. Right. Where did Isle of Cats hit? I think Isle of Cats is high up there. Isle of Cats is 8.2. Yeah. Wow. Nice. That one is higher than Cat Lady, which is 7.10. So from what I can tell about Isle of Cats is everyone has their own ship, and you are trying to either get cats to the island or from the island. I don't remember. But all the cats are like Tetris, where they only 
fit certain ways. So you have to build them on the ship to make sure that none like fall off. Interesting. I've heard lots and lots of good stuff about this. I have, we have not picked it up though. I just saw a game called Herding Cats where it's you are playing a goblin. Pull the mic down. There you go. <laughs> where where you're a goblin. Heard it. Like I had I I just passed it. I looked at it and then I scrolled continuously to something else and it just it seemed really funny. A competitive oh this is this is this got Hannah's name written all over it. <laughs> a competitive card drafting Palomino cat placement board game. Is this still Cat Lady? What, what are no, we talking this, about? No, this is Isle of Cats. Isle of Cats. You are citizens of Squall's End on a rescue mission to the Isle of Cats and must rescue as many cats as possible before the evil Lord Vesh arrives. Wait, hold on. I play. Let's do it. Well, let's. as of the 16th of April, a remote edition did come out. Oh. Oh, wait, what? Today marks the official release of the Cats, the Isle of Cats remote edition, which you can now download and play for free, assuming you know someone who owns a copy. The Isle of Cats remote edition provides a way of playing the game with friends and family who are not physically located in the same room. It can be played via webcam or photo and offer streamer of way of playing with viewers. What? Interesting. Color me interested. <laughs> this is not the game, I don't think. There was a game that we also played that involved cats, and now that I think of it, it's because I found I saw this game. But I don't think it's this one where it's you were a cat and you, you had different cards and your cards gave you advantages and your you were cats, but you were scientist based cats. And you were trying to, it was like a, a bluff type game where it's you had a, a bunch of cards and you would say you were trying to move up this board to try and make, to force other people to show their hands and like fail. Is it Schrodinger Cats? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's exactly what it was. That was a good game too. Homework for the win. <laughs> Good job, Hannah. <laughs> I yeah, I couldn't remember what it was, but it, that was a cute game. It was a fun game. It got frustrating and very competitive. It is not a good game to play out in public when you are slightly intoxicated. So it sounds like the best game. Because <laughs> did you we, play it at tabletop? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It was it was a really fun game, and I had quite a bit to drink already at that point in time. And getting very frustrated with other people. Lara, when we go on our girl date for Gen Con, that's what we should look for. We should look for a table that only has cat games. Down. Totally down for that. We'll buy tea and then we'll go get cat games. <laughs> and this is actually what we normally do. This is not just like a... Yes, yeah, so isn't that what you did last year? Yeah, we go buy tea and a cupcake and then mm-hmm. and we'll find a game to play. Yeah. We go buy a hat or wands or tea and then we, yeah, go get our cupcakes and then we just find a game. Mm-hmm. Just a random one. Mm-hmm. That's how we ended up with the Tesla versus Edison and the, mm-hmm. what's it called game? That other Einstein game. It's called Einstein. This is just called, yeah. This yeah. Is just okay, called great. Einstein, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was thinking about being Einstein as a cat because that was a part my, of My my father started watching, I guess there's like a Tesla Edison TV show on Netflix no. or something like that. No. It was a movie. A movie. Yeah. But I said I guess. I don't know. Uh and then the first thing he says, Wow, I didn't realize how big of a dick he was. Like, yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. Don't get those started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the he because I had just purchased because it looked really interesting. Uh, it was the uh, current wars. It's with Nicholas Holt and Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm. And yeah, he he was he's like, I just watched that movie. I was like, you watched it before I did. I literally just purchased that earlier in the day. Thank you. <laughs> he was trying to talk. I'm like, don't talk to me about this movie. I haven't watched it yet. 
<laughs> Bill has actually made us turn off TV shows or movies or whatever when somebody or something is named after Edison. Awesome. So you really hate our electric company. Got it. <laughs> oh, yeah, our, our electric company damn. is Ohio Edison. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's okay. We get we get a lot of our. Um, they're just our supply or they're they're what they they are who gives us the energy but our our supplier is through a uh the wind turbines okay nice yeah better because (laughs) eco-friendly greenness in our house hooray what the hell was that thor's throwing a pencil around Oh. oh speaking of cats um oh and it's not it's not cat Base, but I just I went to the website to try to get more info about the last thing I wanted to end on. Um, but uh, Quirky Circuits, the like main character and on the box and everything is a cat riding on okay. a Roomba. Nice. I did. Awesome. I don't think it's not cat specific, um, but it does have a cat as its main protagonist. Cool. Loki <laughs> is very interested in Thor playing with his pencil. Uh, and the <laughs> reason I, I, I that just kind of called and show up is there's there's other kind of news ish just to end with. Uh, Plaid Hat Games, who is now independent again, they are no longer owned by uh, Asmodee. They Asmodee oh, cool. still does all their distribution, but they are he bought his company back, which is awesome. Um, yeah, moved their. Where moved their offices, their HQ from? I want to say it was Austin or somewhere in that area. Yeah. They're somewhere in Ohio. I don't know where. Oh, really? But they're in Ohio. Awesome. I need to figure out where and apply immediately. But I don't know where they are. But like they were, they were <laughs> posting on their Instagram about how they have uh their old offices which looked awesome like that office was really cool was packed up mm-hmm. and they're and the, and uh they're shipping away and everyone's like oh where are you moving they're like up oh, off to ohio and i'm like where where and i can't find it <laughs> if it's if it's any if it's within an hour and a half i'm applying immediately yeah i'll drive i'll drive three hours a day i don't care I'll just just a play test, whatever. Let me let me get in. I'll work. I'll I'll work shipping just to say I'm in the industry. Like I got you got to start somewhere, and then you just start you know developing that card game on the cardboard boxes at lunchtime. Then the higher ups walk by, go, ooh, what you making there? And they're like, oh, it's called Quirky Circuits. It's about a cat riding on a Roomba. Where'd you get that idea? I love stuff fables. Oh, we make that game. I know you do, and that's how it goes. That's how the game went, obviously, for the other guy because that game does exist already. Sure, that's exactly how that works. That's not how it goes. But they did move. I when it, when I know where, I'll let you all know. But I got no idea. One day they're gonna make a movie about that story, Casey. Hey, you know, <laughs> I, I I am here. I will put my acting hat back on. I haven't done it in a long time, but I will come back. But thank you. Uh, we really appreciate you guys for listening to us. Uh, the the views ha- or the listens, as I'm looking at our statistics, have gone up in the past week. So we might be getting some rollover from the YouTube videos, which speaking of, yeah, speaking of YouTube still every Monday and Thursday for the next two weeks, um, I guess one week after you hear this episode, uh, the, our moons of madness playthrough is going on. That will be ending here very shortly, unfortunately, but there's some other stuff in the can, um, that we're getting edited right now. More Pokemon stuff starting to work on, uh, an edge of darkness playthrough, Cloud Spire, Crokinole, Master of Wills, because Master of Wills is also about to start shipping out for their latest Kickstarters. We'll have a preview and first-time playthrough stuff like that. So make sure you follow us on YouTube for all that kind of good stuff and on all of our other social medias. Thanks to Tim Adkins for making our logo that we're rocking all over the place. And thanks to Uptight Sugar for the use of our theme song, Crawl. It's off the album, I'm Okay, You're Okay. It's I'm Okay, I'm Okay. It's not. I said that was wrong. It's I'm okay. I said I'm I'm every um, time. It's not. It's I, I'm okay. You're okay. Okay. Because okay. I had to double check myself. Okay. I was, I, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> it's because I, I have I I got that album on. On, on, on Google Play. Or Google Music. I'm not. It's fine. They're on <laughs> Google Music, YouTube Music, wherever. Go listen to them. Go also check out their their website, Uptight Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. But we appreciate it, you guys. 
Hit the table, roll the dice, flip the cards, get your game on, and we'll catch you all next time. (laughs) 